to the riches cause it's all about the paper Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey Let the music ease your soul, grab a spliff and start burning uh, Relax with us and take a trip to the heavens And come and spend a day in the 757 What's up everybody, welcome to the After Show But Later I'm stoked cause today we have a couple of people It's I'm joined again by Al Kukui He's been a, a regular homie on the show Next we have the one and only our, our first guest guest, well, actually, I've had a couple of people, but as far as like me and Al Kukui welcoming, we're welcoming for the first time ever, Baseline Trey. What's crazy? Baseline Trey! Everybody, yeah, uh, yeah man, I, I'm stoked. I didn't know if to call you Baseline Trey, Baseline Trevi, or, or Levy. You, you're over here, Levy. I'm like, yeah. you, you have like 50 names over here, man. I don't know how to keep track of you. Man, uh, well, Baseline Levy, that's my... Instagram handle, um, mm -hmm. but I go by Trey Tracks. That's my, and the reason why my name is Clarence Levy the Third. And in high school, they started uh, they one girl started calling me Trey because of the movie Boys in the Hood. The main character was named Trey, and he left at the end to go to Morehouse, and mm -hmm. I went to Morehouse, and so she was like, "Why don't you just call yourself Trey? It's so it's so easy because people you know they hear Clarence and they call me Charles and Clarence and all this other stuff." So. Trey. So that was it. So that was easy. So Trey Tracks, but Baseline Levy is Instagram. And then Baseline Trey was my Snapchat handle, which um, which I got from learning how to play tennis, which is why I spell B-A-S-E instead of B-A-S-S, -S, like bass. And um, I never, you know, what? I never even connected that. My dumbass over here thought it was music and I never even thought about the way it's spelled. And it was a play on words because I am music is my first love, and that's what I do, you know, on you know on the side or whatever. And so it's like uh, the 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 girl who is um, learning as well, learning tennis as well from one of our mutual friends. She was like, "I'm just gonna name you Baseline Trey for tennis baseline, not mm -hmm. baseline." But it just kind of fell it just kind of fell in in line with everything else I was doing. So that's why I have the B A S E line instead of B A S S on. Um, on Instagram and on Snap. But the reason why the, they called me Baseline Trey on the show is because that's what Cavino first learned me to be, Baseline mm -hmm. Trey. Did, did, yeah, no, did you ever, it, did you ever get good at tennis? How far did you get with tennis? Good enough to stay in shape. <laughs> good enough to run around. Because <laughs> I know when, when I was a kid, we used to play, but I was never like, I didn't really know all the rules or whatnot. But we, you know, we'd go to the, to, the, to the neighborhood school or whatnot and hit it back and forth. But yeah. Um, yeah, I was never that great, man. But I, it was fun. I did like it. So I'm curious, how, how good did you get? You just you did it for fun too, or did... totally for fun? And but I can say this: when I first got out there, everything I hit was over the fence. Yeah, I <laughs> it, right, right. But, you know, I had to learn the technique, and you know, and You're I happy Gilmore in that shit. Oh my goodness, home run, dog, every time. <laughs> but no, nah, I was, I hit it, and it, it just now I got it to the point where I can actually serve, and I can, I can return the ball, and we can actually have a, 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 a volley or whatever they call it. Yeah, that's yep. it. That's about it, how far it, I got, and I know the rules. That's it. Did it carry the ping pong? Because, because you know what, I'll say this: I'm pretty good at ping pong now. I'm not like a pro or nothing like that. But after you mess around in tennis, you get some ping pong skills, don't you? Now, now, ping pong, though, I grew up with a ping pong table at my house. So my dad had a ping pong table. So we always had the Friday night, Saturday night ping, mm -hmm. pong, ping pong battle. So ping pong Hell was something yeah. I, I already knew how to do. But, you know, when right. I went out and hit tennis ball, I just thought you had to just, you know, whack that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell you know yeah. what? I, 
when it comes to ping pong and tennis, I suck at both. But I'll tell you, if I ever played with either one of you, I talk shit the whole time. Acting Hell like I'm yeah. And <laughs> you got to. That's mandatory. <laughs> no, yeah. my, no, one, of, one of my homies, he, he's like super competitive. My, my homie, Luis, he lives in Tucson. And it's funny because he's, he's super competitive. He's really good at sports and shit, right? But anytime I play anything with him, like even like if I if I get lucky and win, don't even fucking let that happen because I am talking shit the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm talking shit even when I'm losing, and it fucking pisses him off because like I remember last time I was in Tucson a few months ago, we we were playing um we were playing we were playing pool, and he was like, "Man, fuck you!" He's all leaving me with all these bullshit ass shots, and I was like, "Motherfucker!" I was like. You want me to leave you with good shit? I was like, fuck you. I'm like, I'm trying to win, you know? And right. So mm-hmm. it's just, that's how I would be on the court, and I, I'd still probably lose. Hey, man. Oh, shit. That makes it fun. I'm, you know what, man? I'm, I'm the same way. If we're at a restaurant, I'm shit, I'm trying to finish my food before you. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I hear Competitive. you. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of my, <clears throat> I went to Georgia Tech, and um, season ticket holder, and Man, I don't go as hard as I used to, but boy, when we first started going out there, man, my goodness, it was uh, it was always a fifth of whiskey, and all the beer you had in your in your uh, cooler was gone at the end of the night. And my goodness, sometimes we walk, we stumbled into the game. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> the game was time to sober up. Yeah, they oh got a d- down here. They got a uh, they got a party bus. Well, they used to before COVID, yeah. and so like everyone in the valley, you know, because we're stuck in the Fresno, stuck in the middle of LA and 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 Frisco. So yeah. everyone here, we're like the little brother trying to be the big tougher brother. So everyone tries to act extra hard because they're competing with the Bay in LA. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you get on those damn party buses. Well, shit, you got to get on it at six a.m. and they provide free alcohol. So you're starting to chub. By the time you get there, you're fucked up. You're like, oh, hey. and then you're blowing, right? We're smoking the whole way. Every stop they stop, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Every time the bus pulls over, we're chiefing. And, oh, yeah, you start crossfading all day, and it's a long day. Long day. Long day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Man, well, I mean, I know, um, Alcacool, you're out there in Fresno, and then you were telling me, Trey, that you're over there, and um, you're in the Atlanta area, right? Yeah, I'm in a... A suburb called a little town called Lawrenceville, just on the northeast side of Atlanta. <clears throat> we'll say uh, you're from Clarenceville. Uh, the Migos are from here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, man. Yeah, Quavo. Uh, uh, not Quavo. Not not the one. Uh, uh, goodness gracious. Um, not take offset. Off. Shit, take off. Offset. <laughs> Quavo. Offset was like one of my my best friends. That's like one of his neighbors. He was in high oh, school. Oh, really? They, they went to Berkmore High School. Is right not far from here at all. Yeah, and now they like on top of the, now. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. So, so I know you said that you were a, a um, you got into tennis and all that shit. So, are you a Falcons fan? Are you are you into the NFL at all? NBA? Any of that shit? Saints. You got a Saints. Who that baby? Oh, oh yeah, you said Louisiana. Come on, man, I'm from Baton Rouge. He got that Reggie Bush. Is that that Reggie Bush? Hey, that was that was the the Super Bowl year, man. The Super Bowl year. I don't even I don't even wear that jersey, man. It just kind of stays right there. So a couple of weekends ago, it was heartbreaking for you, huh? Oh my gosh, that's I just got to the point where I'll actually watch the damn Super Bowl, man. Like, so so what's what's your thoughts on uh, Drew Brees, man? You think he should come back for a couple years, or is he through, bro? No, go ahead and go out, brother. He's done, huh? Go ahead, go ahead and do your thing, man. You going with uh, Jameis or are you going to rock with uh, what's that other cat? I don't know, man. I trust Sean Payton. Yeah. 
I bet. I trust yeah, you. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's earned that. You're right. I, I give him that. What's what's the other cat's name? The backup, Taysom Hill. Yeah, Taysom Hill. That's right. He's a beast, bro. He he's is, a so beast. Is, so is Jameis. They can get his interceptions under control. He had the eye surgery. Yeah. Oh, he had. <laughs> and you know, when I had that too, you you know what's crazy? I got that in 2020, so I know it works. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what did you get? What's the the LASIK eye surgery? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was like twenty over two hundred in one of my eyes, and I got that surgery. And yeah, I was I'm twenty twenty still, and you know that was over twenty years ago. So that definitely should help them. I, I, I remember back in the I, I remember in the eighties they had a uh, they had a rumor about Vinny Testaverde because he threw so many interceptions. They said he was colorblind, so he thought everyone was on his team. Oh shit! And and Jameis threw a lot of picks too. But I like Jameis. I liked him at Fresno. I mean, at Florida, yeah. Fresno State, at Florida State. State. Yeah, he was a beast. He was a beast. I didn't like him because they beat up on Georgia Tech when they had a chance. But hey, right, yeah, no doubt. So he got to go, huh? <laughs> Drew Brees got to go. I'm not saying he's got to go. If he comes back, I'm with him. You know, I'm I'm right. with the Saints, man. I've been with the Saints my whole life, and so I know the Saints when we didn't win shit. So I'm happy that we're getting these 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 more than ten win seasons, and we're going to the. You know, I get these hats like almost every year, right? NFC, right, right. NFC right. South champions. Hey, bro, just just rub it in because I'm a Raider fan, so just keep rubbing it in. It's all good. I don't know what none of that's like. I mean, I'm a Warrior fan, so I, I got a little <laughs> bit of that. Y'all but, beat uh, us, though. But, nah, man. Raiders, oh. we're cursed. We're cursed. Al, Al Davis signed a deal with the devil. I'm telling you. Hey, did you um get a chance to see the 30 for 30 on Al Davis? I, I haven't. Um, I know a lot about it just from being a fan all these years and kind of following everything, but I'd have not. I'm going to watch it. But uh, no, he signed a deal with the devil, guaranteed. You just gave us they, homework, Trey. What'd you say? Yeah, no. You, you, you just he, gave he, us homework. Now we need to watch that shit. Dude. For, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. There's a lot of stuff on nowadays, but that, that one in particular, I started watching it last night. I didn't finish it because I started doing some, something else because I had something else to do. But I called myself. I was like, you know, I'm just going to look at the intro. I ended up watching like first 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man. yeah. From the tuck rule to everything. I mean, we just, you know, to the to the center going A wall and then they knew our plays in the Super Bowl. 51 to 3 at Buffalo. I mean, I got them all, man. At Derek Carr, we were 12 and 4. He gets hurt and we can't go in the playoffs in 2016. And, you know, and and just a lot of it's stupidity, right? Raiders never make really good decisions. And I'm kind of a Colin Cowherd fan. I listen to Colin Cowherd, but he's right. Like, the Steelers don't go nowhere. Uh, you know, the Saints ain't going nowhere for the last 10, 15 years. They got solid foundations, and no matter what the, the pieces that are exchanged, they're still competitive. And, uh, you know, we're like, me and my homie, we've been season ticket holders since about 2006 up until they moved to Vegas. And every year we're like, we can go 8-8. Eight and eight. We're good. We're, and when, you're, when your hopes is 8-8, eight and eight, it, you know, you got to – it's not a good time for the franchise. But I bet you have a good time when you go to the game because you pro- you're, uh, not, you're, not, you're not even – you're thinking about the good time in the fellowship. <laughs> More than you are the game, right? <clears throat> yep, you're thinking about the parking lot for sure. And if you win, it's a bonus, right? No, for sure. That's where it got to. <laughs> that's how. Hey, I if we if we win, everyone's acting stupid. Like that's the thing. That parking lot is sad as shit. About four o'clock, if we lose, if we win, oh, the party's going on. Party. Hey, I remember straight out. I went to one of the first Warrior uh, NBA final games because I've been a fan of them since '98 too. So they were a lot like the you know the Raiders until. Uh, until Steph and Igadawa and everyone until 2015. Actually, until 2000, I still got I like, a picture. I actually. like when Baron Davis was there. Oh, the, mm-hmm. the We Believe team. That was the only excitement I had until we started getting back to the playoffs was that one year. And uh, 
anyhow, I went to the NBA Finals and we won. It was like game one against Cleveland. I think I went a couple times. I don't know if it was 2015 or 2016, but I still got the video. And so we won. Oh, they, it was Oakland, right? They were getting high feet. They had Mac Dre and two short playing outside the arena. The whole parking lot was <laughs> getting down for hours. Like nobody went home, right? They were just playing the music and the stadium was playing it. And oh, it was just, it was something else. Blow I said, job I said, Betty was playing for fucking everybody. <laughs> oh, hey, remember they did, hey, you know that video I sent you, Daniel, versus the regular train ride, uh, train ride mm-hmm. and then the, mm-hmm. the Bay Area train ride? That's how the whole parking lot was. Yeah, that shit's so funny. Um, Trey, um, El Kukui sent me this video and it has, it says a normal train ride, right? And they got yeah. people like, like holding onto the bar and shit. And they're like, and then it shows the train ride in the Bay and everybody's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. even they, they got some old fucking white dude in a suit in the back, and he's like, it's, <laughs> it's fucking, it's, it was dope. And you have to, at that point, the whole train starts going for it. You can't be the only couple people not. You got to roll. Mm-hmm. You got to ride with it. That's no funny. Doubt. No doubt. So, so El Kukui, you're in Fresno. Yes, sir. Okay. And um, and Danielle Javier Feeds, like, as <laughs> <Camino laughs> does it. Where, 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 where are you located? I'm in Arizona. I'm on. Um, I'm in Yuma, Arizona. So we're about ten okay, minutes yeah. from the Mexico border. About oh, yeah. two hours, two and a half hours or so from San Diego. About two and a half hours from Phoenix. So we're like right in the middle. Yeah. How about this? How about um? I own I own some property in um in uh, Bisbee, Arizona. Oh, really? Um, my dad was actually stationed at Fort Huachuca for a little while. They, down, uh, just actually, um, I don't know if you guys know of um, Doug Stanhope. He's a comedian. He actually, he lives in Bisbee like 90% of the time. So, um, yeah, that's cool, man. I know, And you know, it's funny. You were talking about um, about Louisiana and shit. I, I felt maybe like, I, now it's like two weeks ago, um, we, I was flying back from Florida because we went to Orlando and we were supposed to go to um, Dallas and they actually, they closed down the Dallas uh, airport. So then they were like, oh, we got to flip around and we got to go to Louisiana. So we're going to be in New Orleans for a little while. And um, they didn't let us get off the plane or nothing because they were like, it's going to take forever if people do that shit. So I got to see New Orleans through the window. So oh, <laughs> so you never so you never got a chance to hang out in the Big Easy? Nah, nah. And, it, it, you know, um, me and my girl were kind of like, all right, cool. Well, we didn't really give a fuck. There were some people in front of us who were like, like some old white people. And they were like this is bullshit, you know? And they were like, and we were like, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to New Orleans, you know? So yeah. we were like, fuck it. We're like, maybe if they have us, um, like with the layover for like even a night, I'm all, we could fucking go out for a little bit, you know? And, but they were like, oh no, we're just going to wait for the, for the airport in Dallas to open back up. And we were like, fuck. So there I am looking out the fucking window we and we could see, Damn. we had to stay on the plane for like a fucking hour before they um, were able to fly out of there. So I was just like, it was funny though, because my girl's like, she's like, you have fun getting to see New Orleans? Cause like we're flying out and I get to see all the boats and shit. And I was just like looking out the window, like, fuck man, there was my chance. I don't know when the fuck I'm ever going to be back this way. You know? Wow. I ain't been, I ain't, I ain't been there in 11 years, man. I'm trying to get back as quick as I can. I, luckily I got a job right now where I can work, I work remotely from the computer. So yeah. I'm trying to go out there just for a week. Even if I'm just eating, <laughs> you know, eating some food at night, five nights a week. And I get one day to go check it out again. The, you know, the crazy well, thing, when I went and they did a gator tour, bro. That's what you got to do when you go there. They got the marshmallows and they feed them motherfuckers with the, uh, with the stick. Oh, for real. Them swamp tours. Yeah, that's I it. Got some, I got some video from doing one of those. Yeah, no doubt. And that motherfucker did, gets close. The bed. Oh, hell yeah. They like right there. You're like in the boat. They right there. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. mouth open. Nah, fuck and that. Got- nah, I, my girl's white, and I tell her about shit like that. I'm like, that's how fucking, that's how white people die. I'm like, I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, I'll die a fucking a heart attack or my fucking my fucking blood pressure or something. I'm like, but you ain't gonna see my ass dying getting eaten by a fucking alligator. That ain't never gonna happen in no Mexican, you know? Nah, you now they go on the the swamp boat. The only thing I got nervous is they had the damn fan for the motor and shit. I'm like, this motherfucker breaks. I see fans break all the time. This thing better not leave us stranded in the swamp. But you went on the airboat. Yeah, the airboat. That's even more dope. Yeah, we, yeah, like we, went slow, a, we went a slow roller. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love New Orleans. We got that damn five pound bag, the the tray. I swear to God, man, that damn crawfish was like this. It was big. It was five pounds. I think at the time it was only like fifteen bucks. Yeah. I do love New Orleans. No, Marie you're, Laveau, Alcacoy, you're done with that shit with that um, like that all that seafood and shit too. Because didn't the other day you just make like clam like linguine or some shit? Yeah, we, we got an Italian restaurant out here, and they had they, that's what they did. They got some uh, clam and linguine. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I fuck that. with it. it you yeah. know what my theory? My theory is because I lived uh, I lived on the beach um, in, in humble, two different spots, and I lived in Oregon. And and when you're that close, the seafood's fresh, right? Like you know you're mm-hmm. getting good mm-hmm. quality seafood, especially with the gators, right? We ain't got gators out here in Cali, so I know mm-hmm. they ain't importing that shit. They're right there, you know what I mean? So right. like gator nuggets, man. Yeah, I got drunk and I had some gator nuggets. Oh, that shit was bomb. I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought you were making that shit up right now. No, bro. Nah, bro. Oh, them gator nuggets. <laughs> gator nuggets. Like, what the fuck kind of yeah. shit is that, dog? Fucking nah, gator nuggets. It's like chicken nuggets, but gator meat. Yeah, that, that shit good up. as fuck. They got all kind of sauces and shit you could dunk that shit in. Oh, it's over. Man. Gator nuggets. Hey, oh, man, we can season some food down there on the bayou, brother. Oh, they get down. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's some of the best food. Like, that's one spot I would go just for the food. For sure. If if there was nothing else, like I like everything else too, because I like the culture in New Orleans. But let's just say I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't digging it, right? I would go just for the food. Yeah, believe it. It's just hot as fuck. That's the thing. It's just sticky. <laughs> I, I do not dig that. Well, I mean, like right now, it's comfortable. Yeah, is it? You know what I mean, like you go off season. Well, actually, no. Now it's carnival season, but then you know it's a uh, COVID time, so it didn't really matter. But um, you know, off season. Like, if it's not Mardi Gras and all that, if you can go in the fall, it'll feel better. But if you, but most people go in the summer and you damn bake. Hey, I'm, I'm a bad influence. I got my girl's uh, 13-year-old son. He's over here and shit. And a little, little while ago, speaking in New Orleans, um, I was telling him that they show titties for beads. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling him he needs to get some beads and he goes to New Orleans because they show their titties. Hey, hey 13, he's fucking, he's, he's good. Oh, it's don't worry. Good. Enough. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he's already seen some at school anyways, right? Well, we're like, I remember we were like in fifth and sixth grade. We were like 10 or 11 years old. We were little perverts. So that's oh, fucking. Sure. <laughs> so 13, man, he's been, he's been seeing titties for years, especially, yeah, especially now with, with the, with the yeah. internet. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're right about that. It's crazy. That's crazy, man. But hey, um, hey. Oh, I was going to ask you, Trey, real quick there. You said that, um that you're i think it was your dad or somebody that was stationed over there in bisbee yeah um, so watch you could like we we our apartment was in um we didn't we didn't live on on post our apartment mm-hmm. was in sierra vista okay sierra vista, did, it, did you did you travel a lot i mean i'm i'm guessing where you you said you were stationed over there so you're a military brat right so yeah i'm a military brat for sure but my dad <clears throat> when he would travel we would stay in louisiana for the most part oh cool, um, cool. but and when he went to arizona we went with him for a little while. So I actually kind of 
spent a nice little bit of time in Arizona. I mean, right turning, I think I was 16. Yeah, 16, like right after my uh, sophomore year. And um, I went out there. I don't know what it was. I used to <clears throat> do PT with the with his with his uh, platoon or battalion, whatever they call it. Mm. And we'd be out there and um, in, in the mountains, running in the morning, doing all the chants and stuff. That shit was magical, man. I like, I love that, man. And then, you know, I come back home and uh, and then just hang out on post, man. Meet all the different kids from everywhere. It was dope. It was dope, man. I love my time in Arizona, man. It changed me. I grew like five inches while I was out there and came back to Louisiana, like. My friends were like, who in the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know you know what's crazy is a lot of military brats, they either love it like you're speaking about or they don't like it, right? Is that is that what your experience was? Either they love it or they don't, right? I, I think I only loved it because it was temporary for me. Because I always okay. knew when school, when it was time for school, I was back in Louisiana. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so it was like, like a vacation. Yeah, basically. That, yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I had I, my ex, she was a military brat. And and at times, depending on her mood, because it changed a lot, um, you know, at times if you asked her, she loved it because like a lot of the friends she made when they, she she did move around. So when her pops dipped, she was in like Japan for a while. And then she was in Port Wainimi and, and, um, and down south for a little bit in California. So she moved. So I know a lot of the connections she made at some of those stops the relationships she still had them you know what i mean yeah. but then at times she would bitch like then at times she said it was fucked up because she could never be with her friends for more than three years but right. so oh yeah so, i can only imagine that so it's, it's i've heard both you know what i mean i've heard people that love it you know what i mean and the people that are like no nah, it ain't right so it's good to hear your perspective for sure yeah <clears throat> but you know like i said she actually was full time you know i i, I yeah. wasn't full time so i guess i kind of cheated <laughs> 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 Uh, that that's one thing I like, man. Is you know what? I'll be honest. Um, Fresno's a melting pot, man. We got everybody, right? And so I grew up with all my best friends, everybody, and I and I'm always intrigued by culture. I want to see culture, why people do what they do, why you know, as far as even belief systems, food, you know, like family, the way families, because a lot of cultures, you know, if they have strong family ties, they only vary a little, right? Your strength is is, is the core of your family, but. Um, a lot of things are there. I like to check that shit out, man. I like to go different places and just see what everyone else is doing, right? Like, just <laughs> I know how we rock in Cali, but you know, everyone else does it their own way. And I know that that doesn't make anyone better than the next place. So I'm always curious, like, what do you guys rock out there? What are you guys eating? What are you guys eating before the football game? Like, I know what we grill out here most of the time, but what are they grilling in New Orleans? Are they, does Gator hit the grill at the sometimes? You know what I mean? Like I'm curious. I'm just curious, man. So I like to travel just to kind of immerse myself in, in other people how they get down, yeah. if possible. You know? Yeah. Shit, what do they? Awesome. What What is the typical uh, pregame out there? What's What's on? If baseline <clears throat> Trey's having himself a tailgate party at the Saints game, what you making? Oh my gosh! It you know it's according to what I'm in the mood for. So if I'm in the mood for seafood, then I'm gonna bring my fryer. And everything and what i and um <clears throat> i'm bringing and we do this at georgia tech like we get together and we do some pretty good tailgates but i bring my louisiana flavor so sometimes i might make some a dish at home and just bring it and have it and, and just warm it up like i might make some crawfish etouffee or something like i might get real yeah. on you. that's you know what, what i was saying? waiting for right there and then and then i'll bring that and we'll have like a big you know it'll, it'll just be in the crock pot right but um <clears throat> if we're just sitting there like man we've done uh we've if we when we play Georgia, it's usually the weekend, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We'll fry turkey, you know. We do a, a Creole fried turkey, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Right 
Um, we do and that uh, shit right there is why I like to travel. Just you already got me hungry. My stomach's <laughs> rattling already, man. That that's 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 what I like to hear, right? That's that's dope, man. Yeah, keep I mean, going, man. Fried, Don't let me stop you. Keep going. Uh, fried, we, we'll fry fish. You know, we do our. You know, we love our fried fish. Mm-hmm. You know, we do our fried fish. We'll do fried chicken. It will we'll fry or or we'll grill, and then we're grilling. We could do it might just be regular stuff, wings, burgers, dogs, you know what I'm saying? But we're gonna always right. add a little little flair to it. You know what I mean? Like we'll uh You know what? No, no, there was actually something that a comedian said um back in the day. It was I think it might have even been like George Lopez or some shit, but he said the reason why black people and Latinos get to get along so well is because they said black people like to fry shit and then we like yeah. to refry it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. You know, I'm you know I'm married into to a Latino family, so they're Peruvian and the food is amazing. You know what that's I mean? Dope. Hell yeah! So that, and see, that's one thing. I, and at Oakland, we have a lot of crazy food too. But you know what? There's there's not a whole lot of frying going on. I mean, right. people will bring fried chicken, like they'll bring fried foods and stuff, but it's barbecue. Now they'll go a uh, buffet style, like the Latinos will get like the buffet with all the pans that stay warm and they'll have the, the enchiladas and they'll have like the whole get up and you know, there's a lot of barbecuing and stuff. Um, yeah. but there's not a lot of frying. So I'm, I'm a little jealous. We, we got it. We got to step it up a little bit out here. Then you I, start talking about- this, <clears throat> I, I got to name this episode food, <laughs> man, Hey, food with baseline tray and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> To maybe, maybe we can do one where uh where where I, where I can set out set out by the grill, man. Like kind of take y'all through some of that some of that Creole goodness. <laughs> Hell yeah! What about the cake? Um, what about what's that? What's that crazy ass cake they got? Uh, king cake. The king, king cake. cake. Yeah. Just man, my sister just sent us one, man. With the uh, what is that? I never even heard of it. So, for Mardi Gras season or Carnival season, starting on Three Kings Day, mm-hmm. um, you know. The tradition is it came from France in like the 1800s or something like that. Um, but it came over to Louisiana and it's basically <clears throat> commemorating uh, the three wise men bringing gifts to the baby Jesus. And so basically it's just a it's just a, um, a broche bread cake, but it's got like uh, cinnamon baked with cinnamon inside with um, with this like. There's icing, there's sugar icing, but now they got the cream cheese icing. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. And it's got mm-hmm. the um the uh, purple the, the colors of uh, Mardi Gras, purple, yellow, and green. Like, I, and I, I'm a cheater, man. I go to CajunGrocer.org uh, and I see all that stuff on there. I know it ain't the same, but it's it's close. You know, it's the close hey, you're gonna yeah. get without being there. You know, you know, one of the best treats I had. It was simple as shit. I think it was on a my last day or two before I left New Orleans, I spent a week down there. I went down there vacation for a week and we stayed at the old, uh, it was the Ramada, I believe right there on, um, on canal on a, yeah. On, on what's, what's that down on bourbon. It's always on the oh, corner. Bourbon. Okay. Bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we stayed for a week, man. And I remember when we left, it was like, we were driving to the airport, I think. And we stopped at some little hole in the wall, which to me is every time I travel, the hole in the walls are the best, man. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. And, uh, and, and I remember they took a, a, a little ass pie, a cherry pie, the little, the ones like the little snack pies, they deep fried that motherfucker, and then they threw sugar on top. oh my god, that shit was hot, oh, and it was a little less pie, and so I've been doing the same shit, right? Because all you gotta do is fry it for a couple minutes with some oil, take it out, pat it down, and hit it with that little powdered sugar, and that that was in New Orleans. It was something so simple and so cheap, but they made it so damn good. Uh, man, you want to hear oh, something that? You want to hear something that was simple that my daughter, my daughter won't eat shit besides like chicken nuggets. Like I know Rich and fucking Covino talk about um, 
how like your kids will only eat certain foods and shit. My daughter is the pickiest fucking kid I've ever met in my life, right? Well, we when we were in um, Florida, she had for the first time she had um, she had fucking um, sweet potatoes, right? So she it was so funny because I was like, hey Kennedy, I was like, go ahead and try this, and she was like, I don't like that shit. I'm keeping it real, you know, like fucking, you know, always saying, you know. And yeah. and but it was funny though because we got her to fucking we got her to taste it, and then she was like, she was so adamant about I don't like that shit, and then when she tried it and she liked it, she was like can have some more you know like after she had Hell it and yeah. i was like yeah that's what i thought you little shit fucking try new foods you know Hell yeah. but- <laughs> hey, hey hey speaking of I, I got a question for you guys man they have brought something up on the on the cavino ridge show and yeah. um tell me if you guys agree man so they were talking chicken wings remember remember uh cavino said he got went to the coma because he had 10 right mm-hmm. but he had boneless so i'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna ask this is my opinion if i'm wrong please correct me is a boneless wing not nothing more than a glorified fucking chicken nugget that's all yeah. it is. Yeah. That's all it is, right? I love them. You know, but if I want wings, I don't really know oh. that's what, what you're going for. I like to go. I love traditional and especially like a bigger boy like me. I mean, you fucking you don't think I'm fucking putting effort into what I'm eating. But if you're going to go boneless, I, I mean, that's just like like you said, it's like eating a fucking chicken nugget. So if you go a real traditional and you fucking kick back on the sauce, then then they're not that bad for you. You know, right, right, right. Well, and, and I do it, and, and that's not an attack on, on Cavino because I, I eat the boneless ones from top. What I'll do is when Buffalo Wild Wings, where they got a – because they never really give you the real ones on deal. When it's like Wing Wednesday, it's always those damn nuggets. You know what I mean? So yep. if I'm trying to do multiple flavors, <laughs> right, they ain't giving you the real-ass wings for 60 cents. You're getting a damn nugget. That's what they – and that's the hustle, right? Because yeah. all it is is a nugget. That's my question. It's a nugget. So why yeah. are you calling it a boneless wing? Motherfucker, there ain't no wing in it. No wing. It's the meat patty. No wing. Mm-hmm. So from kind of, from now and forevermore, those are no longer wings. Those are just glorified nah. nuggets. <laughs> they're trying to pull the they're trying to pull the okie doke on us. They're trying to change the name, right, and put a little more breading on it so it looks a little thicker. And call it a wing, but it ain't no damn boneless wing. No, nah, you know what? Fuck that. I'm gonna change the name of Buffalo Wild Wings to Buffalo Wild Nuggets. If you're gonna, <laughs> if your ass is gonna get some fucking boneless wings, and if, if you're like, hey, you know what I feel like having? I feel like buffalo. Be like, all right, well, are you gonna get boneless or traditional? And be like, I'm going boneless. Well, then your ass is going to get some fucking buffalo or fucking buffalo wild fucking nuggets. Because this, this ain't no wings in that shit. You know, they're fucking, who knows even what kind of fucking meat they're putting in that shit, you know? Right. It's, nothing yeah, but, yeah. it's, it's like the fucking bologna of fucking, uh, fucking like appetizers and shit, you know? Where they fucking put the like bologna and hot dogs, they squish all the fucking all the leftovers, leftovers together. Right. That, that's what, yeah, you ain't lying. That's what that shit is, too. And yep. I like bologna, too. So fucking, I'm not hating, you know? Hey, gotta I be fried though. Gotta be fried. I'm not hating, but when I when I get wings, I'm getting bone in. That's just yeah, me too. Oh, you know what? Actually, El Kukui, you said something right now. You said <laughs> What's that? I don't know. I don't know if it's when you grow up a little hood and you do shit like that, where you're fucking like um you fry your bologna, right? Yeah, and hell yeah. That was something I don't know, Trey, if you're on fucking Cobra Kai at all. But oh, man, yeah. Yeah, well, fucking, um, I what's his shit. name? Johnny Lawrence. They fucking cut to him in his kitchen, and that motherfucker's cooking fucking, he, he's frying some bologna. Yeah, <laughs> you know? bro. I'm like, that's who this fuck. I'm like, I like that dude, but now I like him a little more, you know? <laughs> what about fried spam? Everyone's got to have fried some spam at some time. You know what? Right? No, no, no. I did that shit like two weeks ago, right? Or no, maybe it was like closer to a month ago. And my girl was fucking like, 
she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm frying some spam, you know? And I'm like, this is what I fucking do. I'm, I'm fucking poor and I'm Mexican, you know? And she's like, she's like, I've never had that before. My girl will be fucking, she's 28, I think. I don't know. She's born in 92, whatever that makes her. She ain't never had spam until like a month ago. And I was really? like, are you fucking serious? And then it was funny, though, because she tasted it. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, this shit's good. She goes, it kind of tastes like ham. And I was like, bitch, it's spam. It's fucking ghetto ham, you know? And, and she was like, well, what's the SP for in spam? I was like, I don't know, like special product am for ham. Yeah. You know? But yeah. And, and you know, we know what's crazy is, is I fuck with some spam, but in Hawaii, that's their food of choice. Really? Oh, for sure. Like every, like over here, you know, at Cali, every gas station, we got like taquitos and burritos and corn dogs and shit like that. You know, out there, they got a, all the 7-Elevens, they got this shit called masubi and it's a piece of spam and it's over some warm rice with a seaweed. And it's like, that's their snack. Okay. So, so what you're saying is if I keep eating spam, I could look like the rock. Yeah. Yeah. It could happen. <laughs> you, you might that, get the tattoos to match, but you're good. You're on your way. Yeah. All right, man. I, I know. Cause fucking if, if that's the Hawaii, um, I think the rocks like originally from Hawaii or some shit, right? He's Samoan or some shit. I think so. I'm always hoping to see Barack when I go out there because he's uh he stays on Oahu, so he got a oh, pad really? out there. Oh yeah, they love Barack out there. I'm sure, no doubt. Yeah, he's the man. He's the man. Everywhere you go, they they, they he's like he's like the second coming of Jesus. <laughs> I can hold. No, him. I'm you serious. Know, the, just kind of a change of topic, real quick, Trey. I wanted to ask you, and and sometimes I leave this shit in the show, and sometimes I don't. But I'm just always curious. Yeah. Um, when it comes to Cavino and Rich, I want to know your story on two two questions. You know, how long have you been listening? And second question is, how did you find them? Well, I found them. Well, what happened is I actually, I stopped. I've been listening since the beginning. I think I, I, I dropped in. It's not, I didn't drop in on the first ever episode, but it was probably, it was in their first season um, on, on uh, Maxim Radio. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a job where I was out in the field a lot. And so I was, um, at the time I was a, um, I was an implementation engineer and I was out, you know, um, commissioning these wireless systems. And so I'm just on the road. I'm just out in the middle of nowhere. Sometimes just me, the car, the computer and XM radio. And so I, I started just listening to ESPN radio and different things. And um, and I ended up one day I saw Maxim. And I knew what Maxim was about. So I was like, well, I need to check this out. And I just <laughs> happened to I just happened to drop in on this show with these two guys talking about shit and that that I was like, damn it. That's what I'm thinking about all day. You know what I'm saying? So that's the that's the ass days. Yeah, hell yeah. That was oh that. That was the ass days. That was it. I remember the pool party at um. Oh yeah. Oh, man, like I was when I go back and listen to the um, you know when they the the, the throwbacks. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ones that I can listen to like it's brand new every time. <laughs> so you've seen the fellas grow too, then since you've been a listener. Like they changed a little, like. The yeah. content hasn't really changed, but instead of ass gazing, because back in those days they were they were they were fucking right. Yeah, I mean, they were going. Yeah, I mean, I, we we damn near kind of grew up together in a way, <laughs> in mm-hmm. a way, you know, For what sure. I mean? because uh, my daughter's four, and you know, I know, um, you know, like uh, what is how, how old is Emmy? Like three, three, three. three. So, yeah, yeah, like yeah my daughter's four, and Emmy's almost like a year exactly younger than my daughter. So yeah, she's three. There you go. So so yeah, so you and I are similar. So my my daughter was born on March 11th of two of uh, 2016. So 
you know, at the same time, you know, Covino already had a kid, but but just like their conversation and their their content changed, so did life. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's, and it's we, we grew. Yeah. Right. And we're right in step with the same dilemmas they're going through. We're going through the same thing. Maybe not the same scale all the time, but same thing, man. Hey, I, I got a question for you, Baseline Trey. Um, how about, uh, did you listen to any of the other shows like Devore and Diana or Stretch on that channel? Did you get did you get invested in the channel or did you only go with Covino and Rich? It was only Covino and Rich. And um, before that, like I was listening to um, like Jamie Foxx's channel was the, the Foxhole, I think it was there. Mm -hmm. yep. so I listened to comedy there. The Playboy channel, I listened to some yep. of the Yeah, me too, Bob, me too. Uh, I mean, shit, that was why I got it because I was like, oh, yeah. I can go listen to this, you know, uncut, you know, raw, you know, radio. And I was right. like, yeah, I'm going to get down on it. And um, I listened, I mean, I, maybe a few times Stern, but not really. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I've seen Stern on TV more than I've seen him, you know, more than I listen to the radio show. You, you know what fucked it up for me for Stern was, is I'll be honest, I know a lot of people write as nuts, and, and obviously he's good at what he does or he wouldn't be the media king that he is, right? So I'm definitely not going to make a statement that challenges that because it's only going to, and make myself look ignorant, right? So I'm not going to attack Howard Stern. I'm not going to do it. However, I was, I'm was i old enough to have seen his damn movie come out in the theater when yeah. he had that private part movie. And so have seen in his life story on like how much of a weenie he really was at one point or another, like like watching that that story and just, I don't know, man. I never, I was never with his content. I think that's why I relate to Govino Rich because like he said, a lot of the stuff they're going through, they're talking about, you know, I love sports. I, I collected baseball cards. I watch WWF. You know what I mean? So I can, they got me. They got me on that one. But Stern don't really, I don't really relate to him. Like some of his guests, yeah. when he has the certain guests on, that's cool. But um, I think I like Robin more than I like Howard, to be honest with you. And that's just, exactly, that's yeah. just watching that movie. Right. Exactly. I agree. I agree. I mean, when he had like, of course you're going to go and he's got, hot ass on there so why why are you not you know what i mean like carmen electra when she was on there you know what right. i'm saying like stuff like that I mean, it was it's the guests and the cats supporting cast you know what i mean that's what it is but i don't i don't feel like i'm missing his content if anything when i miss a show i maybe miss the carmen electra show yeah yeah you know what i mean right exactly yeah no when it comes to howard i you know i actually i found covino and rich because i started listening to howard um so I started listening to Howard for a minute. I found Covino and Rich like after Howard was over and I was like flipping around. And um, for me, I, I, I dug his show for a minute, but it wasn't until I discovered Covino and Rich where I was like, fuck, this old white dude is like out of touch. And these yeah. dudes are, like you said, something you could relate to. And mm -hmm. um, when, you, when I hear Howard Stern still, I mean, he's still one of like my favorites on my, my little app or whatever. But what I do is I, I'll go through and I'll check to see if he has an interview. If he doesn't, right. then I'm not even trying to listen because his right. shit is so he's so fucking out of touch with like wacky callers and like fucking stupid like bits and shit where he's like he thinks that shit's funny because and maybe in his day it was. But I'm like, oh, we'll have fucking, um, you know, Bill, the fucking dude with the stutter and fucking, you know, this guy has a cleft palate and shit. You're like, who gives a fuck? That right. shit's not funny. Right. You know, you're picking on but, people, bro. That, that's a form of bullying. And I mean, I hate to be a pussy, you know, like they used to say, the pussification of America. Yeah, America and I feel yeah. like that by saying that right now. But we're in a time where you ain't picking on people no more. And you ain't talking shit like that. Yeah. That shit, I ain't laughing at someone else's fucking birth defect you know, at their expense. 
I'm not doing that shit, dude. Yeah, no, you know, actually, what what I heard last night, I was listening to an interview with Brian Kellen, and I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he's a he has podcasts and shit. He's an actor or whatever, but um, he was saying that because he he's a stand up comedian, and he was saying that in his stand up, he never he never you know because it's not like it's off the fucking cuff, right? They're writing shit, you know, and they're putting thought into it. He said that he never wrote like songs and shit about like. I mean, not songs. He never wrote jokes like about gay people and shit because his fucking theory was these people are coming out to see a show and then, you know, there's going to be fucking, there's going to be some gay people in the crowd, right? And he said like even in the 90s, he didn't do that shit because you think these people are trying to come and have a good time and then they already face shit like that every day of being a mm-hmm. fucking minority and being gay, right? Right. As far as like um, people like talking shit or whatever. So he's like, they're going to come to my show and then I'm going to make them feel kind of awkward. Like, that's not fucking yeah. cool, you know? Right. And, nah, and that's something, that's a good point that you make because I, I feel like Brian Callen said that same shit. And, and it's just kind of like, I know Howard's like now more open and shit, but I just think he's out of touch, you know? Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure, bro. And you know what's crazy too is, is Covino and Rich, they need a, a, a big high five. And for all the female listeners, a low five too. Um, but they need a high five for creating brand loyalty. Because of their interaction, like their brand loyalty, right? Like I, I told you, uh, Daniel, that how many times I've called, you know, Sirius XM threatening to cancel and because they try to they try to play the okie doke and raise your rate. Right? So I tell them the only reason I'm even listening is for one show and one show only because I can get ESPN on local radio, right? The only pain in the ass is like, like you said, Trey, I used to travel too. And so right. the, the one cool thing about Sirius was you had the same channels at all times. Right. You're not going city to city or county to county or whatnot, looking for ESPN again and getting a busted ass signal. So with that being said, you know, Covino Ridge, especially now we can download it. Right. I mean, it can go back and rewind and You know, you call in, you can listen to your call like three different times or whatever, because you can yeah, rewind yeah. it. And, you know, so I don't know who else does. I do that. I don't know who else does it. <laughs> I did that. A couple hey, of times. hey, you know what, though? I'm not going to lie. The first couple of times that I did, I was like fucking. um over here, like getting my mom and shit to listen. I'm like, mom, check this shit out. I'm famous. I'm famous. You know? <laughs> yeah. I always oh, get yeah. nervous that they gonna hang up on me, dog. Because you know they, they love to hang up on you. <laughs> oh, they do. Remember Kavino? We were talking about that. Remember Kavino used to have the fastest finger in the East. <laughs> remember that shit? Do you remember that back in the day? He would he would say that shit, and they would get pissed. Because sometimes he would cut off a good caller. Like, sorry, bro. Yeah, he'll cut you off, man. Like, I mean, I hope I don't say the wrong shit. Maybe cut your ass off. <laughs> with, with no with no ill intent right that's just who he is like he wasn't yep. doing it to be a dick he just that's just how he rocked yep that's just it they gotta keep no it- you know what's <laughs> funny is, is you know if i ever called in um i and i probably called in like three times four times maybe ever but um but it's funny because a couple of times you know like the first couple of times especially i was like um oh like i gotta show this shit to like my friends or my mom or whoever right it always fucking happened. I'm like, I don't know if it's Murphy's Law or whatever the fuck it is, but I'd be like, I'd have my mom in, my car, in the car or whatever if like it was a replay or something. And I'm like, hey, check this shit out. Check this shit out. This is watch where I call in. Watch. Check this shit out. It's fucking dope, right? Yeah. And then fucking Rich will be like, and then I took it out of her butt and some fucking a poo fell out. 
And I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like right in front of my fucking mom, you know, like, you know. And, and <laughs> She's like, what are you listening failed. to? <laughs> yeah, never failed. Never fucking failed. You know, it was always like there was something like that or like they're like coming up after the break. We're talking about fucking jazz, the jazz cafe or some shit. Jazz cafe, like, yeah. Just, I was just like, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, um, I'll, I'll find it later so I can show you, you know? He, I think he's a little, I think he's listening secretly to this podcast because, uh, you know, we do love Rich, but I know the last couple episodes we had a, we had some complaints about some of the yeah. shit he's been pulling. And yeah. uh, when I called in the other day, I could hear his tone. He had a little, <laughs> uh, like he had a little, a little sound and shit. Like Camino seemed like he was down to talk and shit, but not, yeah. not Rich. <laughs> and maybe I'm tripping. Hey, maybe that's my self-conscious because, you know, I, I like Rich. Older. I, mean, I, just, I don't. Rich, see, I just don't see eye to eye all the time, man. We just we didn't grow up uh, the same. Nah, like he, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. You, we can get. <laughs> you know what? Be a whole, right, that could be a whole other exactly- conversation. You're doing exactly what we do. We go, all right, we're not going to talk shit about him, right? We're like, because we do like him, right? I do. But then I'll- then you, you start to think about shit, and you're like, you know what pissed me off? And then it fucking, it's so funny, because I was telling El Kukui the other day, it's not meant with any ill intent. We're not trying to be dicks. We're just like, this is how I fucking feel. You know what I'm saying? Well, he it's knows, your, but it's he your platform. That, yeah, yeah he exactly. He has to. He has yeah, to know. Come on, man. Like, yeah, hell yeah, he knows he's. Who do, you, who do you agree with, disagree with? What, what side of the argument do you usually find yourself on? Cavino, Rich. Side. I'm usually on Cavino's side, usually. Yeah, me too. Um, sometimes, though, you know, Rich might, you know, sometimes, like, I guess when it comes to, like, I'm not as, like, when it comes to, like, relationships and being conservative, I'm not as conservative as, like, Cavino is way old school. Like, way, right. Like, he thinks that he thinks that that uh, Rich is a damn freak. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I'm with you on that. I'm I'm on Rich's side with that. I totally oh, agree. Yeah, but um, yeah. Other, yeah, most of the time, man, um, he annoys me. But I think that's kind of his thing. That's his role. Because yeah. when whenever I'm in person, when I've met him in person, it's He's different. Cool. He, is, he is fidgety. But like we yeah. went to um, we went to uh, Magic City. Okay. And um, I, and that was it. Was cool hanging out with them, like. Gavino actually stayed in the car. And then really? he came, yeah, but he came in for a second to go use the restroom. But then he stayed <laughs> okay. in He stayed he in that damn restroom, man. <laughs> and he, he didn't he, was, and he didn't want to leave his chonies in Magic City. He already left them in El Segundo. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was sleeping in the car, you know, and, and um but he kept setting the alarm off because yeah. he was in the he was in the seat and uh, he had to move to the back. But uh he eventually came in, but yeah, man, like Rich, he was cool in in uh right. in the club. You know, we were chilling. But uh, no, and see, and you know what though, I, I think that's that that's true when you say like, oh, he was cool, and I met him in person and shit. Yeah. And the thing is, we do we listen to to both of them, and well, all three of them if you include Spot. But oh yeah, we yeah. we have a lot. I think uh, way more in common with them than we don't. Like as far as like, if you're with Rich, you're like, yeah, we fucking like. We didn't grow up the same, but but we could fucking bullshit about sports or fucking TV or whatever. Yeah, and right. and you know, like like you said, like we all like have families now, and we're all fucking like around that age. And and like when you're chilling with them, and like the few times I've met them, nothing but fucking a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? Right. And 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 I think it is different when when you're listening to them every day, though. Like if I was listening to my fucking family every day, like. For right. fucking three hours at a time, you can I'd be fucking, you know, I'd be bitching about my brother. I mean, I bitch about my brother, and I talk to him like twice a week, maybe, you know. Right. You know. You know. You know what it is, man. Tell me. Tell me if I'm wrong. Again, uh, I come from a neighborhood where everybody was melting pot, complete every race, right? Everybody. 
I mean, Indians that own casinos to Indians from, you know, from India. Right. <laughs> and uh, tell me if I'm wrong. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and say I'm an Italian dude. So I'm like the lowest form of white, but I'm, I'm in there, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we were discriminated against, too, at one point. You know what I, I know, mean? But, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but tell me, tell me this, this assessment, what you guys feel. Typical white family, oldest sibling. No peanut butter and jelly till he's 30. Like, he just seems like he got his way a lot as a kid. Yeah. Like, the firstborn, oldest child. Like, as you can kind of hear it when he talked, the way he talks about Jimmy, right? Every you word do that realize. Can, oh, Jimmy. You're right. And he you talks like realize. he's better than Jimmy, right? Like, I don't know. I just, and I, and I like Rich, but I think that's why, like, a lot of his, his, his uh, antics are, like, fit throwing, bro. Like, it's almost like he doesn't, no one really, he's almost, I, I hate to say this. I'm going to go ahead and do it. He's going to really hate me after this. But it's Donald Trump-ish, right? As soon as someone tells him, no, boy, the party's over. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's kind of, I guess he's always been kind of put on that pedestal, man. You know what I mean? And, you and, guys uh, see that too or no? And, and again, I say this with yeah. no ill intent. You're right, dude. When I seen him, he's hella cool. I like Rich. I like having a beer with him. I like bullshitting with him good dude right not not attacking his character by any means but just some of his shit seems like when he's told no or someone don't agree the shit's on like a narcissist like he's like it's like yeah if it's not it's, it's my way or no way and you guys are just fucking dumb and then he starts remember how he starts you guys are fucking idiots you know how he gets it he like <laughs> he he just he gets raging like raging rich like peanut raging rice. oh man raging rich yeah <laughs> Man, Did you guys I, ever try that Oxy Elite Pro that made him oh, fucking raging rich? No, uh -uh. I didn't. No. <laughs> no, I remember there was some shit that I had taken back in the day. I must have been like 18 and I was lifting. Me and my buddies used to lift fucking quite a bit back in the day. And I remember I started taking some shit and I was like, I never got, I never became like raging rich. But there were some <laughs> times, I don't know if it was because that shit, especially we're going back like fucking 10 years or more. Yeah. Um, more than 10 years if I was 18. Well, it's funny because I'm like, there was times where we'd be lifting and I thought my fucking heart was going to pop out of my chest, you know? <laughs> like, there was some shit. It was like, I think they put like fucking like 300,000 milligrams of caffeine. That's all they did back in the day, caffeine? you know? Right. What was the, um, what was the, I did take hydroxy cut before they, ephedrine. Oh, shit. Ephedrine. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it ephedrine? Ephedrine. That's what, <laughs> man, that shit, that shit was real. You know oh, what's yeah. funny? There was actually, we were going down, and this is like maybe not even 10 years ago, maybe five years ago. We're rolling down the street, and this is when like that ephedra or whatever the fuck it was that you were saying had been like rolled out and you couldn't have it and shit. Um, well, this is how you know you live in kind of a sketchy part of the fucking world and shit. We're driving down the street, and there was a big ass, there was a truck, and on the camper shell, it said like ephedra or whatever the fuck it was with the arrow pointing. Like, we sell it in this shop. They didn't oh, shit. A fuck. And this was whenever it was, like, ruled out or whatever. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. I remember me and my homie was, were like, hey, isn't that shit illegal now? And we were like, I don't know. We just kept driving. But it was fucking. I was like, those motherfuckers had no chill. You know, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, man. I, uh, I got I got to go for it. I remember when, we were, when I was 18, dude, we went across with the TJ. And we went down there. And we bought some. Uh, we were working out, too. And we bought a couple of cycles at the damn pharmacy down there and brought them back over. And I remember, dude, I was about three weeks into that shit. It was just the pills, right? No shots or nothing. But it was like Anadrol pills or I don't know. It's one of those. And it's a long time ago. And I remember I was taking them. We're working out. We're trying to get big. And it was working, right? You could see gains immediately. But I remember one day, dude, I was driving. I had a little Honda CRX. And I had I was one driving. too, Bill. Yeah. Oh, this thing smashed. <laughs> I'm a little stick shift. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no, they dipped. And I remember someone cut me off, and I fucking chased them like 10 miles out into the country. <laughs> <laughs> I had oh, road shit. rage. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I can't do this no more. <laughs> that was it. I never, I never took oh, them again. funny. Damn, uh, that's my first so, car. So Rich, hey, Rich, I can, I can relate to Rich on that one in his peanut butter knife, right? I had the uh, <laughs> same meltdown. Uh, crazy, no. Yeah. no, you know, and I was just telling my girl's son the other day, too. We was talking about bullies or whatever, and I remember, you know, and we got some moments we weren't proud of as kids, and I remember this kid shit himself on the school bus when we were little, and uh, we called him shit stain all the way through fucking elementary school, middle school, no, high okay, school. Okay, 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 you say you're fucking, you're white and shit, dog, but this is some shit that, again, some George Lopez shit, he said that you can't, anything you do, like as a kid or whatever, that nickname sticks with you forever, it so does. he was like, you shit your pants one time, all of a sudden, you're fucking caca. So yeah, like even yep. when you're fucking old, oh, they'll bro. be like, "Hey, did you hear? Fucking Gaga's getting it's married." A, well, and you, you know what? You know how real that is too, because we had another homie. I don't even know his real name, bro. I, I know I went to school with him since the second grade, right? And we caught him eating his boogers in class. And his name was Moki. That's his name is Moki. If I see him to this day as a forty year old dude, he's Moki. I, I don't know. I don't even know his real name, bro. I don't know his name. That's Moki, and everyone in the neighborhood called him Moki. Ain't nobody the, called he, him by. No, you know what's crazy about that is like you think about shit like that. Like there was a girl named Maria in kindergarten and shit her pants, right? Oh, <laughs> we were in, no. we were fucking seniors in high school, being like, "Hey, you know Maria?" He'd <laughs> be like, "Yeah, the oh, one that shit her pants." Doug, no. no, and you think about it, like my daughter, she'll be five in May, and I'm like, you think about that girl Maria was like that age when she shit her pants, like, and you know, but us it's since still- we remember it. We're like, oh, yeah, Maria, the one that shit her pants. To this day, fucking, if somebody brings her up, they're like, oh, yeah, the girl that shit her pants. Like, it was last week when it was fucking 20-some-odd years ago, 30 years ago, you know? Wow. No, hey, I got a good one, dude. We had this dude. We called him Soap Bottle, bro. He stayed the night at his buddy's house. He was at his homie's house, bro. He wasn't even at home. And uh, motherfucker was humping the soap bottle or something in the bathroom, <laughs> oh, and it got stuck, no. dude. No, it got it, it, got, it, got, it, stuck. it got stuck. He had to call his mom. They had to take him to the ER. Like he was at, and this is that's how you know it's a true got story. A because, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, he was at his homie's house, and the and the soap oh, bottle got oh, stuck, shit. dude. He never lived that down. He was like a dog, you know. When dogs, um, there was there was something I seen recently where oh, it was on like King and the Sting or some shit where. They were playing a video of these dogs stuck together because the shit goes inside the other dog and then like swells up, right? That's what happened to your homie. He fucking yeah, he got. I don't know. Maybe maybe he wasn't all the way ripe and shit when you put it in, and then he got too excited. And I don't know what happened, but oh my god, the doctor, bro. That shit's funny. You know what? It it reminds me of like Rich like banging his couch and shit, and it's just funny the shit. I was gonna say that, but I'll let you say it. Yeah, for real though, the shit like you do when you're a kid and you're fucking, you don't know what to do with yourself. You're like, I never been horny before, but this shit feels good. No matter what, I rub it against, and fucking Rich is fucking his couch. Your homie's fucking his fucking bottle, uh, soap bottle. I have a homie that used to fuck his pillow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh, that's great! Never live that oh. shit down ever. Oh man, soap bottle, that's your fucking homie. Not my homie. He, ain't, he was just a kid in the neighborhood. <laughs> you ain't claiming uh, yeah. Hey, he didn't have any homies after that. Because uh. then they all got picked on together as a group. You did not want to be with that dude. Oh, no. Uh, which, is, which is fucked up, you know, because, again, they probably don't rock like that now. And we were, you know, we were 80s kids. I mean, 
you know, things were different back then. It just was when no, it had no, no you love. Know what? You know, it's funny because, um, my, my, my homie Luis last time I was in Tucson and his fucking wife was like, we were telling stories about like when we were in high school and she's like, you guys were fucking bullies. And I was like, no, we weren't. I was like, <laughs> like, and then we started telling stories and shit. And we're like, we were kind of fucking assholes, you know? Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause when you're a kid, you're like fucking like, <laughs> you don't think about it. You're just being like, you're making a dumb joke or you're fucking like whatever. But it's so funny because I can guarantee you there's people from fucking high school that do not like me. Oh, like oh, bro. an example. No. There was there was a girl. I got a couple stories. Yeah. Let me tell you one real quick. There was I had put on Facebook and this is like two years ago. So there was this girl. I put on Facebook a lyric from like a good Charlotte song. Right. And it said something about the cool kids or some shit used to make fun of us or some bullshit. This girl, I never fucking knew had a problem with me. Right. She was on my Facebook. She commented on my shit and she was like, what are you talking about? She was like, you were one of the kids that used to like make fun of us and shit because like she was one of like the like weird kids and shit or whatever. And I'm like, for real? I'm like, you took offense to my stupid little fucking comments and shit. Like, I thought we were just breaking balls and shit, you know, but yeah. <laughs> but or making dumb comments during class. I didn't know that shit stuck with her for like the 15 years we've been out of school, you know? Yeah. I, I had a kid, man. He, uh. He moved, he moved into my neighborhood at, uh, you know, like a Christmas vacation, right? So I remember the little school was across the street from my house. So we always go play in the field and play football and whatever, basketball. And uh, so he was out there one day, right? And he seemed all right. Didn't, you know, whatever. I wasn't a bully or no shit like that. But I, I don't remember what happened, but we were going to square up. And this motherfucker was hitting golf balls out in that school field, and he swung the golf club at me. So I ducked, rushed him, took him down, kicked the shit out of him. Well, mm -hmm. I picked on him ever since after that. You know, like, like I, again, we, you know, I'm not proud of this. If I could change it, I would, um, but it happened. And uh, well, that little fucker took it so personal that like 20 years later, my pops was trying to buy windows and he was the fucking, I don't know what he was. He was somewhere up on the ladder in their windows. And he told my dad, you know what? Your son's an asshole. He used to pick on me and bully me and your business, your business ain't welcome here. And he told my dad that my dad's even more old school. Obviously he's older than me. He got a little fucking pussy. I don't want to buy his windows anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know it, it's you know fuck man that's that's the bully shit not something oh, i'm proud of it got us ready for real life though it did because ain't no one told you you were special if anything they told you you weren't shit you know what i mean like they told us we weren't shit and we weren't gonna be nothing now they're lying to all these kids and they're setting them up for failure because they're all telling them they're special but when they hit real life they ain't special they can't take they can't take a failure you know, hey, and, and you know what? I don't give a fuck. Like, like even um, like when you were telling me Trey how like you fucking um, you were in your family's in the military, and you were talking about um about college and this and this, and it's just like knowing Trey just from the music and from Kavino and Rich, I never would have thought any of that shit, you know. Mm -hmm. And I hear I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool, you know. There's more to Trey than I thought about, you know. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. What kind of uh, what kind of music you guys do down there? You do you doing the uh, down south sound, or yep, you got your own like unique or? Yeah, I mean, what? Well, the last, lately, what I've been making, I call it 420 Funk, because it's basically like we just did this album called 757, but it's more like 757 Jet. You know, it's because we're talking about being above the clouds, being being high, but right. being, but but it's more of a message of being high above the noise. We kind of talk about um, you know legalization and and um, and decriminalization at least, 
Right, right. So, um, and just, you know, stopping the whole war on drugs. It's, it's deeper than, you know what I'm saying? Like, once you get into it, and it's not mumble rap, so you can actually understand what it's right. saying. Right. I can't stand mm-hmm. that shit, dude. Um, so, and you know, for me, as a producer, I can't lie. I love it. I, I, I may not understand what the fuck they're saying, but it's more the the rhythm and how they're doing it and the auto-tune. It, it's just part of the music to me now, because I don't know what the fuck they're saying some of the time. Yeah, I, but <laughs> I can't, I can't that, do the mumble. No, that's the thing, though. They're not saying shit. So yeah, it's not like you, time, you know what they're saying, and what they're saying is nothing. So you're, 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 you're you know, you know, you know. My my problem is is like, I grew up on Bay Area underground, Mac Dre, Too Short, E Forty, and there was always and and, and even and even with today, the message has kind of gotten. Forty will have a couple of songs where he's got some messages on there, but back in the day, like when I was 13, 14, 15, that's where we got the game. Like yeah. that's where we started. Like we were hustling, we were blowing tree, we were, you know, we were running the streets and doing shit. But that's where even the JT, the bigger figures, back he's whacked yeah. out now. But even back in the day, the JTs, you know, the messy Marvs, like they were, they called a game for sale. Like they were telling you the do's and the don'ts. Don't be pumping your gas at two in the morning. That ain't smart. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they were right. giving you the game. And so for me, the connection was always the game because it was the money, it was the music, it was the women, it was the tree. You know what I mean? And there was like. Ah, that's always been my connection to music and i think i've kind of put myself in a box because of it because i feel like any music that ain't giving me that i don't really care what you're trying to express or what you got going on you know what i mean because it's almost like that Cavino rich connection right they were into the same shit i was into hustling trying to come up trying to get girls so that was my connection like when i can't hear what they're saying i'm like because i don't really dance that well right like i go into the club and you know if i'm in the club for the women that are dancing in the club that's cool right. But I'm not out there rocking, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like the D-boys in the corner getting keyed and shit, you know what right, I mean? Right, And And uh, <laughs> so my connection to the music's always been the message. Right, right. And, and that, that, we actually, we, we're doing that, you know, we're doing that. But we, we have a, like, my style is really, you know, I'll use some of the trap elements, you know, some of the stuff you hear, updated sounds you may hear, but it's still, mm-hmm. it's like funk, man. Like, um, like that West Coast, like we have a song called, um, from our first EP, um, it was called, um, God damn it. What was the name of the damn song? I just drew a fucking blank. That's that, that's that, uh, that's seven, five, seven, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to send it to you. Um, I'm going to send, I'm going to send that song to you. It was the first, like, it was the first like 420 friendly song we did because, you know, we were like, damn, you know, we live in, like, I'm in Georgia and like, one of them's in, in Texas. And we were like, man, you know, it's, you know, I think they decriminalized it in Atlanta, the city of Atlanta. But, you know, to talk about it, you like, you might be putting yourself out there, right? But at the same time, we were like, but look, man, we're trying to stop, we're trying to say, you know, stop the stigma. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. Matter of fact, it's more good than it is bad. If you really right. believe that, then you know you're going to be an advocate, then do it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So we just, we, we put the, we put the met, uh, pedal to the metal and we just did it. You know, and it felt and I, good. And, and I did get, I started, did start digging that New Orleans funk because, uh, Master P came out here and got the game. That's oh. where he got the game. Master, but but once he went back, you know, he started putting that New Orleans down on some of his CDs that weren't finished yet. So like the Ice Cream Man got a lot of stuff he made in New Orleans, but then he got a lot of, you know, like that ghetto funk he made while he was still in Richmond. And yep. uh, so, yeah, that's when I started rocking with Even Lil Wayne, like, I don't really like the dude, but I mean, as far as his lyrics, you can't, you know, he got some heat. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, are you I mean, I'm talking about we, we, oh, we, oh, we, we, oh, we, oh, we. I'm not into kissing, kissing other men like he is with with, with baby, but uh, whatever. I mean, he he does have yeah. some hot so lyrics. Funny. 
No, no, it's funny because um, it's funny because people would bring up shit like that because I, I was like, you know, <laughs> a lot of my social media before I just started going off of just Daniel J. Fitz on my social media, my shit was DZF baby because fucking Wheezy was like Wheezy F baby and the F is for go fuck yourself, whatever. Right. <laughs> and so my shit, I still, I mean, I even have homies hit me up that just be like fucking with me like, oh, what up? Like DZF baby or they have me in their phone. And it's funny though, cause like there is some like shit, like, like even like, um, if you go to like shooter with Robin Thicke, like fucking or like misunderstood and shit. Like I love me some Lil Wayne shit. Yeah. People trying to bring up Mrs. Officer and shit, talking about wee 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 wee. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not the shit I'm talking about. You know, I still fuck with it, but that's, that's not up. like exactly. You know, but I mean, the guy. I mean, he's a man. As a hip hop, just put him in the hip hop artist. Like I don't look for him. I don't look to him because I know everybody was talking about. They were talking about him going to see Trump and all that. I don't care about. Like I'm not looking to him for my political views. Right, you know right. And mm-hmm. so, just stay like, in the booth. You rapping. You one of the best. Right. You know, I no. think it was Dave Chappelle. I think it was Dave Chappelle who said it um, best, where he was like, "We had um, the World Trade Centers were just hit. You know, the biggest tragedy in U.S. history. Let's go to Ja Rule. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, hey, I seen, I seen Ja Rule just got his business degree from Harvard. He's or he's in the he's enrolled or something. Oh wow, oh, a trader. Yeah, because I mean, after that uh, fire festival, I thought he was he was Grubo, but uh, now nah, he's 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 uh, what they say he's he's either enrolled or he got a certificate. He got his government name and it says Harvard Business School on it, and um, yeah, he, he's doing it. And then he's doing so he gave some trading advice on the stock market. I'm not taking job rules advice, but hey, the fact that he's got that platform, right? At least he's doing something. If someone gave him a platform, he's doing something. He's doing something. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. And by the way, that song I was talking about is called New Funk because I was like, why? New we knew it, we knew it was gonna come to you. That's why we just kept had, talking. Because because we we were talking about the new like it was the new way to partake vaping. So we were like yeah. new funk, you know. Yeah, man. So and you guys got plug and play out there. Plug and play. What's that? The plug and play. If you can get the plug and play, it's a vaporizer. That's the one. That's sticky. Because a lot of them vaporizers work, but you know they don't really take you to the land all the way. They kind of get you there. But uh, <laughs> now the plug the plug and play. Yeah, that'll put you on your boo boo. <laughs> Plug and play you on your boo boo. On your boo boo. Yeah. This, this is a uh, this is called the Aria from X Bait. It's pretty cool. Oh, okay. No, but what what kind of pods are you guys using though? Like what the plug the the, the actual? No, you talking the, about they're, they're, you talking about like this? No, no, it's a it's a pod. Okay. No, yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be right, right there, Trey. Fuck. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> oh wait, you're talking about you're know, you talking about this one? Oh no, you're talking about this one. Double fisting on the vapes, man. Yeah, I mean, now these are. These aren't these aren't pods. These these take flour. Yeah. So this is a dry. This is dry herb. Both of both of them are dry dry herb. And they'll take right now. Man, have you heard of the Delta Eight? Yeah. Delta Eight. Like this now we can. I can go to the smoke shop down the street. It's legal. I can go get Delta Eight. Um. THC. Was that the CB, is it CBD? This is a or yeah, Delta A. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's yep. Delta A Bubba Kush. Yeah. Delta Eight. Yeah. Um. Actually, this this company Cultivate sent these to me. I think I'm kind of like. A little bit of an ambassador now. <laughs> yeah. They sent me. They sent me a whole box. Like I got. I'm on the weed tube. I have a channel, and like I'll like I I did a review of this vape, a review of this vape, and then like I also did like a box opening when they sent me the stuff because I didn't know what they were sending me. Right. So they sent me like they sent me like two of these full of the flour, and then they sent me gummies. They sent Hell me. Yeah. Um. They sent me some uh, Delta Eight Moon Rock. 
How long, oh, Trey, how long has that shit been legal where you at? I just found out about it probably like a month ago. I happened to go hey. in. No, like actually like two months ago. You know what they've been doing out here? Huh? You know what they've been doing out here? Dude, they've been rocking these illegal things where like, because no one's really tripping in Cali at all no more, right? Right. So they do these things, what they're called a sesh. And uh, what it basically is, is on the Friday and Saturday seshes, they get like 100 to 200 different vendors. And it's like a ghetto ass weed swap me. And they go, they go into, and they, and they, they hit, they hit and run, right? Because like sometimes Popo will show up and just make everyone leave. No one really gets arrested or nothing, but right. they kind of disperse them. So they won't even drop the address till an hour before. And they'll have like 80 different tables swap meet style where they got cookies, gummies, pens, tree, fucking, they be selling pills and mushrooms. These motherfuckers be acting up. They start pulling out fucking pounds of shrooms. You're like, hey man, put that shit away. You're gonna, that's what's gonna get the law called and shit. You know what I mean? Uh, put that shit yeah, away, yeah. huh? Damn, that's only. Hide that shit in the duffel bag. I love You know what's funny, El you say that because they had, um, they just passed the shit to legalize here in Arizona in right. November. And um, it was actually for you to actually carry it like in fucking Walmart and shit. Um, I know Walmart didn't carry it, but I'm saying like at a normal store, yeah. they fuck it. Um, it was last Wednesday that they yeah. just fucking um, passed it. So you can go and fucking just say, hey, let me have some of that shit, that shit, that shit, you know. Yeah. And um, and they actually had one of those swap me type of things set up, too. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was the craziest shit because when I was a kid, fucking weed was like fucking it was it was like. Fucking yeah. like people were fucking slamming fucking heroin and shit, you know? Yeah. And and it was like it was so crazy. And now being that they had like, oh yeah, this Wednesday it passed and they have a fucking little swap meet. I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Crazy. That's crazy, you know? They, they they got doctors out here like I've been medical since ninety eight, right? right? I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself a little bit, but uh I had my medical card since ninety eight and uh, out here um, if you're medical still, you can have up to 11 peas and 99 plants. Damn. Doctor, doctor, Damn. writing on your prescription. Wow. You get a little card and everything, a little ID card, and in that way, and it's verified. It takes a, you know, they just call it in. It got a little verification system, and yeah, it's 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 wild out here. They're not even really tripping, and at this point, it's not even worth the ticket or the, them doing the paperwork because they know they're right. gonna throw it out. You know what I mean? Right. It's just, yeah. Crazy hey, I, see far little, we came. I see the little homie creeping up on you behind you, Uncle Kui. Oh, we yeah. got donuts. And so, yeah, I, we, uh, we went today. I said, hey, fuck it. Just pick it out. Make it put some fucking cereal donuts and some fancy shit, some fat boy shit in there. And uh, <laughs> so he's, he's grabbing some donuts. <laughs> <laughs> right? What oh, they call my, I, I got a homie used to call that the FBD, the fat boy deluxe, right? All the <laughs> shit you shouldn't be eating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fuck, man. Well, I think I'm going to fucking wrap this shit up. Maybe around your daughter's birthday in March or something. We'll, we'll do another one of these, all right? That'll be dope, man. That'll be dope. And I'll be blowing with you. I'll have mine with me, too. I just, I got the little yeah. homie over here right now, so I can't really rock. But. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. It's all to the good, man. Thanks. And, hey, go on any of your streaming platforms and just look up Trey Tracks. T-R-E-R-A-Triple-X. And it'll come up on... Um, it'll come up on your um, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you use, YouTube, everything is, is there. You know what I'm saying? And, and I got gonna, one for um, you too. I got one for you up? too. Check out, uh, you can see a little bit of this. I don't do it no more. We did this back in the day. We made this thing in 0203. And once I realized it went to streaming and we weren't getting our $7 of this no more, and you had to make merch and go to shows 200 times a year, right. I, I kind of I, I got out of it a little bit. But uh, we did put out one dope ass CD and it was a, uh, it was the artist was Young Savage. I was the executive producer, 
So I, okay. I put everything together, but he, right. he did the music. But it was uh, Young Savage, and then the the the, the album was called uh, Underground Dweller. Underground Dweller. All right. Yeah. Okay. And then the dude that used to do Master P. When Master P was out here, we had a dude out there in uh back in the day. He was out in the Bay, and his name was John L. Lake. And the 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 company was called Funky Fat Graphics. So you ever hear that in the old school forty verses where Bus Benches yeah. was done by Funky Fat Graphics? Well, yeah, he, yeah. he he uh, he did he did our album cover. So I paid him a couple of racks. He gave us the independent price, and uh, he used to do all the masterpiece shit back in the day. He did Mariah Carey glitter. Um, so yeah, he was out there in L.A. But yeah, check it out. I mean, it was some shit from back in the day. Like I, you know, yeah, man, you're vibing too. We got yeah. Messi Marvin. I don't know if you fuck with Messi Marvin or not, but we got Messi Marvin five tracks, Mac Dre on two. And then Yuck Mouth from I Got Five on it. He's Yuck on Mouth, two. Yeah, yeah he's on two of them. I got so they five all, on it. Hell yeah, it's a blessing. We, it's a me, blessing. And, me and Yuck, I'll tell you real quick, a little backstory. Shit, between uh, when Yuck came to do that, we killed a, we killed the biggest, the fifth of him, and a zone in the time he was there. He was there about three, four hours, and it was a zone got blown, and uh, that whole fifth of him, we were fucked up. So a little backstory. <laughs> God, damn. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but do you guys remember um, there was a track by Yuck Mouth called um, Stallions? Yes. Do you remember that? That shit was on. That was on the. Dirty he made as fuck. Well, he made a porno. He made a he made a porno movie, and that was the soundtrack uh, to it. Uh, wow. No. Okay. Well. Well. Let me tell you. Um. I, one time I was playing. I was playing this track, and my homie was like, "This shit is dirty as fuck." He was like, "Who's this?" And I was like, "It's Yuck Mouth." And he was like, "Well, I guess, huh? That motherfucker's name is Yuck Mouth. This shit better be dirty, you know." Yeah, no, he uh, he did he did that. Remember, it was called Eye Candy. He did a little underground because I remember when when we were doing our album, he was going around with his camcorder, and that's when he made the United Ghettos of America. And he was doing little footage from all his concerts, and he made that. And he sold like one hundred twenty five thousand off footage he just put together, had someone cut and edit it, and he came up because he was getting like fifteen ninety nine a DVD. So then he put out that porno movie. It was a uh, it was Yuck Mouth's Eye Candy, and he dropped a, he dropped a, a soundtrack with it, and that's what that song was on. Damn wow. that shit! Wow. Anyways, uh, I wonder. Hey, I wonder if <laughs> I gotta talk shit about Rich before we end this. I wonder, <laughs> if, Rich, I wonder if Rich ever heard Stallions and fucking Yuck Mouth, or, or do you think he Hell was more no. Neil Diamond for Rich? Hell, definitely yeah. more Neil Diamond. Now you he's the pop uh, kid, right? He's he's Mr. Pop Two K. He he probably ain't heard uh, an underground song in his life. If it if it ain't played on the radio, it ain't in his playlist. And you know what, though? We, 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 can't, we can't we can't hate. I love Pop 2K and I love fucking pop music, but, oh, but I still yeah. I still fuck with some shit like some yuck mouth. I mean, yeah, so I'm, a I'm, I'm a very I'm a very eclectic person. Hey, I'm a music man. I listen to everything. The first music I ever heard was uh was uh reggae, Bob Marley. My oh, okay. dad was a Bob Marley and reggae like, like I, don't even, I don't know, maybe it was because of military him traveling. I don't know why, but reggae was my first love. And then from there, Louisiana music yep. that we that we have the jazz. The, what about jazz. the jazz music? When you're at the damn bar getting down, they got the jazz. Damn, every bar I mean, a jazz player in it. Yeah, I mean, I basically my 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 Sabor Brass Band. My um, we're also on Instagram, Sabor Brass Band. We have um, all we do is New Orleans type, you know, brass band Mardi Gras type music. And right now we popping because it's almost Mardi Gras. So we're doing virtual stuff like i got stuff on up on uh youtube all kind of stuff it's just out there man but music is my love i love all of it man i listen to everything you know yeah. what i'm saying tejano music uh salsa merengue oh yeah everything. if it's if it sounds good i'm on it <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah yeah and e40 with the school in louisiana that's why we and I, I was like why did we love 
E40? How did they skip all the way over here to Louisiana? We were we were with them as they were coming up because they went to college in Louisiana. Yeah, they went. He went to Brown. He went to uh, no. He went to Grambling. He went to Grambling. Yep. He went to Grant. Him and B. You know what? That's what they did. Yep. I don't know <laughs> if either of you guys fuck with Gary V, but that yes. fool. Um, he just had um E40 and Too Short on like yeah, two episodes did. ago. He did. And that shit I'll that. That shit was fucking dope. I, I'm like halfway li through listening to it because I was listening to it right before I got on with you guys. Damn. But um, it was fucking good. It was really uh, good. Although I do got to say this. I do got to say this. Because, you know, Rich changed channels many a times throughout the years. And Gary V, at one point, it was Wine with Gary V. Remember that? And it was either before or after one of those stars, stars two. I don't remember which one it was. And I love Gary V. Great businessman. <laughs> I absolutely respect the hustle. Love to meet that dude and chop it up with him. Um did not dig his show when it was following Covino Rich. I just, I wasn't digging. I don't know if you guys remember that. Wine with Gary V. It was like 2008 or I remember the, her, hearing that name. I remember hearing yeah. that. Yeah. But I've never, I've never checked it out. But no, they, he had only lasted like a year. But uh, that was before he became Gary V. Gary V. Because right then he was transitioning. He had his wine library on, you know, and the online wine sales where they gave him a radio show on Sirius. And he was either before or after Covino Rich. And, and I know for sure he was on the same channel. But uh, I wasn't digging that. But everything else Gary V does, he's dope. <laughs> I got one one quick story because then I got to wrap this shit up. My girl called me like three times already. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> man. Well, um, what do you call it? W one time, me and Johnny were working together and fucking um, we're working together. And I was listening to Gary V and I had it like loud on my phone. And <laughs> fucking Gary V was like talking about he talks about garage sales and shit. Right. Mm -hmm. So he was saying like he gets the same joy of like buying something for a dollar and selling it for four dollars as mm -hmm. he does for like signing like a million dollar contract mm -hmm. so fuck it i'm working right and he's he's saying his little story johnny's next to me he's like hey who's that i was like gary v he's like i don't know who the fuck that is he's like but he is full of shit no 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 he's right though he's right you know what it's the hustle it's just yeah. like that damn air fryer i sent you that picture on yeah the air yeah. fryer for free man I, I bought some cameras from best buy and I realized they went down 50 bucks, made them my price, price match it. And then I already had a $20 certificate from buying something else in their credit card and just paying it cash. The motherfucker was free, man. That shit was free. I get asked the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's an overpay for shit. Uh, well, I appreciate it, Trey. I'm going to link all your social media. Al Kukui, it was a pleasure as always. And you guys I hope too. everybody finds us across all social media. It's After Show, BL. Find us everywhere. Tell your friends about it. Kavino and Rich are always preaching their social media and saying, you know, just tell your friends about it. And it's so true. You guys tell one person you dig the show. If you listen, then that'll fucking grow us. So we appreciate it, man. Hell yeah. Yo. All right, Baseline Trey. Right. Nice meeting you, man. And it was great nice talking meeting with you. Nice meeting you, Trey. Hey, this was Hell dope, yeah. Man. This was dope. Hell Looking yeah. forward to the next time. All right. Well, yeah, I'll talk too. to you guys soon. All, All right, right, man. Peace. See you guys. Peace. Uh.